See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Alright, you're listening to Slow Robot Go-Go. This week brought to you by the letter C, the number 9, and Theraflu. My <laughs> name is Mao, and with me we have <laughs> Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown and special guest star. We have a special guest this week. Coming in from afar, Kirby Guy. Kirby Guy. We saw him walking by the studio and knocked on the window and said, Hey, you want to be on air? And yeah. he was like, Yeah, what? I don't care. Yeah, and then we said, Here's a lollipop. And he said, Okay, I'm in. Yeah, next you week we're going to do the Diamond Dolls. We're going <laughs> to yeah. knock on Diamond Dolls. Okay. Anybody want to be on the air? Oh, whatever. I got Coke. Okay, then there'd be 20 <laughs> people in here. It's soda, crazy. I mean. But yes. <laughs> soda. <laughs> yeah, so soda. So, who are we? What do we do? Why are we here? Slow Robot A Go Go is a show uh, that is dedicated to reviewing old, forgotten, lost, misbegotten, and otherwise abused B through Z grade movies. Um, what, what what else do you got on online concerns? Because I, I have nothing. I, I have a lot of I have a lot of online concerns. I'm concerned about the youth of America. Online Thanks, Obama. And what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> everything you say, I'm gonna go. Thanks, Obama. Because if it's online, that's all you see. Yeah. <laughs> no. no, okay. I'm on two dimension podcast, comic book podcast with no direction. And also on Destination Nightmare, the comic book podcast, not really, just a blog with a lot of directions and no... Yeah, you got a lot of content Yeah, I got a lot there. of stuff going on. That's and, nice. Uh, and, 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 uh, and Kirby Guy, what are your concerns? I appreciate forgotten movies because most of them are deservedly forgotten. It's true. <laughs> yes. But we like to bring them back. We bring them the back. Well, raised from the dead. Yeah, yes. raised from the dead, yeah. <laughs> Now this I just watched the uh, some Undertaker history of Undertaker, so I'm all about oh, raising from the oh, dead. The that little dude yeah, with the yeah. with the urn. So yeah, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're a more old school wrestling. You were uh, you were, you used to go to the wrestling matches right a few times back in the day with Dusty Rhodes. And I I guys. did. I used to the old school wrestling. Uh, wow. A neighbor of ours across the street in Hialeah, Florida, Mike Lemuti, may he rest in peace, was the electrician at the Dinnerkey Auditorium. And he used to get us free tickets to go nice. see the wrestling matches. Oh, man. My dad, this is a good story. <laughs> well, maybe you won't think it's a good story, but I think it's a good story. My dad was friends with Angelo Dundee because my dad was a semi-professional boxer. Angelo Dundee also promoted wrestling and was Muhammad Ali's manager. Wow. And wow. one time at the wrestling matches, my dad was there. He saw Angelo Dundee. They struck up a conversation. Angelo said, you boys want to meet the champ? And I got to meet Muhammad Ali. Nice. Wow. That was a moment. Oh my God. Probably around 10 or 11 or so. Brush with greatness. Well, uh, that's what Muhammad that's said when he met me. You know, yeah. Ali said, hey, this is a brush with greatness. He's like, well, I can retire now. Cause yeah, I've met, I, I've met Kirby guy, so everything's good. Yeah. I think he no, meant about, I think I mean awesome. about with your teeth. Brush with greatness, greatness when you clean yes. your teeth. That yes. is, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I would have freaked out meeting Muhammad Ali. He's and, and then and then there was the time Kirby guy and I met, met Neil Young at yes. Peaches Records and we were stalking oh, him. Okay, you were the one. Yeah, yeah. he was. He, he told the story on yeah. air and I was yeah, like, oh, that's yeah, cool. Now, yeah, should that's I tell it. about the time that 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 
Ollie met met Al, or should I keep that under? No, uh, keep that under wraps. Okay, yeah. the the float like a butterfly, hung like a bee. Okay, I remember that. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Brooch. Oh, <laughs> okay, rimshot. Oh, <laughs> rimshot. Whoa, what's that all about? Doctor Mobius from Parts Unknown being hung out to dry. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Oh my God, that Kirby guy! I tell you, he's a million laughs. Can we turn off his microphone now? <laughs> As Doctor Mobius slowly Oops. unplugs and no, Oops, no, got, no, you're fine. Oh. We got your audience. Oops, we got like a, we got technical difficulty here. Yeah. That's what happens uh, whenever, like, um, uh, the, the guy, uh, the friend of mine who used to do the TV show with me, uh, Oliver Klozov, oh, he, yeah. he, anytime he's sitting in <laughs> what here, a name. it's like everyone else might as well just leave because they just go on rolls and like throwing each other under the bus and everything. It's like comedy gold, you know. It's oh, really God. good. Comedy gold, yeah. So where can right. you find Slow Robot Go Go? Well, you can find us on Stitcher. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on SliceRadio.com, the only place for internet humor. Uh, thanks, Obama. And uh, let's see, what else? Where else can they find us? The, the, you can go to Bunch of Dorks, and there you're going to have three crazy choices. Choose wisely. You can choose Bunch of Dorks, which is an old, defunct, crazy podcast where a bunch of people sit around, a bunch of dorks sit around and talk. You can pick... Unlike this, I stood a group, right? Yes, yeah. yes, exactly. There's a lot of forethought gone, in, gone into this one. You can pick the, your movie uh, podcast, which is Slow Robin a Go-Go, or you can pick... Two you Dimension know. for your comic book. Two Dimension podcast, yeah. So, craziness. Oh, King Don came over and he said, you know, I bought a snowball. <laughs> he ordered one of those yeah, snowball did, microphones. Microphone, yeah. <clears throat> that was awesome. I was like, very good. So now that he is in the snowball team. Or it was, it's a big <laughs> microphone like right there. Yeah, so. the round one that kind of picks so up everything. Podcast and, That's uh, going to be good. That'll be good for you guys. Yeah, you it'll know, be, it'll, it will be good for us guys. <clears throat> All right, on to business at hand. So, first we do what we watched that week, then we review our top ten list this week, and then we go on to our our gigantic movie of epic boobage proportions. Oh, yeah. Not enough boobage that's proportion. A te- that's a teaser, you know, yeah, in case you're wondering. In the business, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you're in the biz like us, that's yeah, what you call teaser. it. Teaser. I hardly even know her. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, what did you guys watch this week? Because my list is anemic at best. Yeah, uh, mine is too, but go ahead, do it. Well, last watching? night I had the pleasure of watching uh, Who is Harry Nilsson and Why is Everybody Talking About Him? A hour and a half or so documentary about the great singer-songwriter Harry Nilsson. Starting with his early days, there's a lot of... I've been a Nilsson fan for many, many years, but there's a lot about his history that I did not know and really mm-hmm. enjoyed learning. And then, of course, kind of culminating up to his... Uh, year and a half epic Lost Weekend with John Lennon, in which the two of them were ceremoniously tossed out of a Smothers Brothers performance. Uh, Kotex on John Lennon's head at the moment. That's a long story. You can Google it and get back to it. But the music was fabulous. Nielsen was one of those creative geniuses that is just highly underlooked. And, and it sort of occurred to me that he's part of maybe a, a quartet of performers from that era that would include Nielsen, uh, um, Randy Newman, Van Dyke Parks and Jimmy Webb, uh, songwriters who really were performing out of what was kind of the common, the rock and roll era. You know, they were yeah. they were really out of a different era in many ways, even though they were able to kind of bring it into rock and roll. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It was, it's a definitely good documentary. I saw it. This is the second time I saw it. Um, Harry Nielsen's kind of weird because, like he said, he wasn't really a rock and roll guy, but he partied like a rock and roll oh, guy. Oh, did he? <laughs> so it was kind of like, uh, okay, dude, sure, why not? You know, uh, I didn't. You know, I guess everybody partied like a rock and roll guy back then. So yeah, but, what you gotta do? Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. I didn't really watch anything else. Uh, no. I talked about the other stuff last week. So, yeah, this uh, cold has whipped my ass, so I didn't really watch a whole lot. I watched the Creature from the Year Five Thousand, which is comedy. Uh, I picked up a couple. I watched a couple more of the Munsters episodes. They're streaming on Netflix, so there's no reason not to watch those. 
then I watched, uh, I'm in the middle of watching a, a comedy action called Kung Fu Joe. I don't know if I, would, I don't know if I could recommend it or not. It's one of those that's like movies that's made to be camp. Um, kind of like Black Dynamite, but this one misses the mark where Black Dynamite kind of hit. You know, when you watch yeah. that one, you laughed because it was very true to the form where this one's kind of just mostly sight gags, almost like airplane meets, uh, yeah, kung fu movies. So, right, Al and yeah. I also watched an episode last night of Leave it to Beaver that I had seen before <laughs> and he had not. It's a, it's a, from the third season, it's a little bit of an odd episode because it's not terribly funny, but it deals with the issue of adult alcoholism. The, uh, the Cleavers hire a fellow named Andy who has a quote-unquote problem, and they keep alluding to this problem in front of Wally and the Bee, but they never actually say what the problem is. So Andy, uh, Andy talks uh, Ward because they were old Navy buddies or something in the CBs. <laughs> Uh, into doing some house painting, and June is concerned, of course. Uh, June looks glamorous in her pearls, even in her concern. <laughs> about so, do you, so do you, by the Thank way. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> and, um, <coughs> you know, it's a, very, it's a, it's a really a remarkably astute uh, examination of that issue it, from 1959. And the uh. moral, of course, is that Andy kind of tricks Beaver into giving him a bottle of brandy that and that that Ward had had around the house. Who knew that Ward was a closet alcoholic? This came out, I suppose, in years later. But as I said, it's not a terribly funny episode in terms of laugh, laugh, laugh. But it, it handles a, a delicate adult concern for a child show and does so. I, I thought with a lot of dignity and a lot of um, a, yeah. a lot of uh, yeah, it was it was actually pretty good. Now now you we were talking about that episode. We were able to find it. Now, t- tonight or whenever, I want to find the episode where the classic line, gee, Ward, you were kind of hard on the beaver last night. Is, you know, you we, know, th- 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 we want to find that episode, but we haven't been able to find it's, it. It's yet. all over. It's just yeah. implied, never stated. <laughs> it's never stated. It's subtle. Nice. That, you know, that's, and you never saw that one before. No, one of the 225 episodes that I never saw before. Oh, really? So you oh, haven't oh, seen 225 I've episodes? I've seen most of okay. them. I've seen most of them, yeah, that I can remember. I mean, every time I put one on, I go, oh, I remember. This is the one where Eddie Haskell is a jerk as if, you know, yeah. it wasn't in all of them. And right? speaking yeah. of Eddie, he's not in this episode at all. This is an Eddie-less episode. Yes. Nice. It's usually those the ones that have, like, that kind of social commentary that actually stick out. Yeah. I mean, you think of the bike shop episode of uh, Different Strokes or the when... Um, what was that one? Uh, not Family Matters. When the, the family time. When Edith died. Oh, when Edith Bunker died. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. And, all in the family. And the, these are generally some of them all have in social the interjection, all but the but yeah, all in the family. But you those ones that have actually a meaning to them really stick out in your memory. You know, you're like, oh my god, that was just like you're saying. It was kind of they're kind of in, deep, man. And then you don't expect that. No. So you're sitting there like, oh, let's watch this, and you're like, what? You're, you know. And then I turn it off and put on the funny one because um, <laughs> why do I want to be depressed? Yes. <laughs> you're you're depressing to others. Why would you want yeah, to be yourself exactly. depressed? Yeah. Why do I want to get more depressed? You know. You know? Very nice. All right, we're gonna t- we're gonna go to a quick uh, quick trailer break, and then when we get back, it'll be time for our top ten. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Now James Garner pursues the most unusual lineup of suspects ever assembled in the funniest mystery comedy of the year. Catherine Ross, Hal Holbrook, Harry Gardino, Tom Ewell, June Ellison, Peter Lawford, Edmund O'Brien, Arthur O'Connell, and Rutherford. They only kill their masters. From MGM, rated PG, parental guidance suggested. Anyone in town could be the killer. Or maybe it is the dog. All right. Thank God I'm safe because they only kill their masters. That's right. With uh, James Garner. Was Br- Bruce Lee wasn't in that, was he? I don't think. I don't no, know. I don't think so. He only did like how many movies did he do? 
Uh, well, he did TV too. That's right. I get confused. Uh, he did Long Street, and he did. Uh, oh, what movies did he do besides the? I Hong thought he Kong only movie? did like six or something like. Right? He, did, he, did, he, did he did the do, four Hong Kong movies, and um, I don't know. We'll look it up later. Yeah. We'll tell you. It's not a well-known fact, but he was actually one of the Munchkins on Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yes, just, yeah, throwing that out there for trivia yeah, buffs. Yeah. <laughs> Tri- <laughs> yeah. Trivia buffs. Thank trivia buffs. Hey, trivia buffs. How the hell are you? <laughs> yeah. So okay. I like trivia in the buff act. Now it's on that. to our top ten list. And this is, of course, today is our top ten things we miss from our youth. Oh. So, youth. Do you, I don't see a piece of paper, which Dr. No, Morbius is usually... totally free form. Wow. You're going to roll the I'll dice totally on this one, huh? Totally free form, yeah. So... Okay, so should, should I go first? And I'll give you time it. to you think. You do it. You do it. <laughs> okay, my, my list is... I, I, I categorized youth very broadly, so there's going to be things from my teens down to whatever. All right. There you go. So, first thing I missed from my youth in no particular order is a Stretch Armstrong. I used to go through those things. Those were awesome. They, but as soon as they ripped them, they would just goop, would fly everywhere. Yeah, and but you know, we used to work at Lionel Playworld, and it took a real long oh, yeah. you know, stretch to rip those. Those things were boys. awesome. I yeah. love Stretch Armstrong. Yeah, yeah. The next thing I missed was my old Schwinn Predator. It was a bicycle that I saved up for and paid for. The, the, guy, the small town I lived in, actually, they would put things on layaway. Yeah. And I would, and I, and I, every day I would ride the bus to my school and I would, see, we'd drive by this old Schwinn dealer and like my, my, my bike was in there and I knew it and I was just like, oh my God, I gotta pay this off. Was that in Mayfield, home of the, the <laughs> Cleaver family or? No, okay. that was a, it was a dismal little place in, in uh, Pennsylvania. Yes. Okay. okay. The next thing I missed from my youth, having no bills. That was, that's yeah. a very good thing. Yeah. From the eighties, I miss parachute pants. The horrible, oh, horrible uh, nylon horribleness that is parachute pants. Part of the part of living in the '80s means uh, you like pain, and the pain was mostly done in fashion form. And teased hair and parachute pants were the the typical uh, '80s fare. <clears throat> Next thing I missed from the '80s is Atari 2600, the video game system that started it all for in the in- the in-home revolution. And uh, boy, did I waste a lot of time on that. And brain cells. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, fast-forwarding to my teens, I missed dandelion wine. <clears throat> now, I used mm. to make my own wine because we were underage, so you couldn't buy alcohol, so you had to make it. And in uh, dandelions are very plentiful, so what you do is you actually, you instead of fruit, you put in the dandelion, I think it was the flowers or the leaves? Flowers, right? Flowers. And boy, that stuff tasted good, and it knocked you on your ass. I don't know what it was about it, but... That stuff knocks you out. Next thing I missed was from my youth, a big wheel. I used to ride a big wheel around yeah, a lot. We used to sell them. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I used to, well, I used to stay at my grandmother's after school sometimes, and I, I used to like walk up this big incline, like all the way up to like a highway, and I'd come flying down this road and then crash, and she would yell at me all the time because I was always causing trouble. Uh, okay, that's a nice lead-in. The next thing I miss is my grandparents. They were very kind to me. They're dead now, and I miss them. Then I miss lawn darts, back when things didn't have to be safe, you know. <laughs> that's the kids, you know, it was kind of like they weeded out the weak ones with yeah. the toys, and, and yeah. I miss that. Yeah, which, Darwin. And then finally, the last thing, I guess it's kind of very traditional, I miss my cat, Pudmau, who was my buddy growing up. There He's dead go, now, because well, cats right. don't live to be 100. They live pretty long, though. <clears throat> Longer than dogs, some dogs. Oh, yeah. How long did he live, 17? Yeah, he was, well, no, not that old. He was pretty old, though. Okay. But he was All a right. big tuxedo cat. That I used to put on my head and walk around with. He, like, I'd put him on like a helmet and he would just sit there. He didn't even care. <laughs> it's great. Cat okay. was awesome. <laughs> All right. Now that was a trip down 80s memory lane. What do you guys got? 
All right, let's see. What do I got? Okay, I miss uh, I miss having the summer off, even though my friend here does have the summer off oh. usually. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, I miss having the <coughs> summer off because uh, it was kind of cool to be going to school and not have nothing to do for two or three months oh, or dude, whatever. We used to just wake up to the prices right. Yeah, I, like I would yeah, watch yeah, prices yeah. right every day, like, yeah. just, and then just whatever. I, I I miss old school TV. I actually miss three, four channels with a lot of cool stuff on it. You know, blind. You know, it was just it was just easier and simpler <laughs> to deal with back then. So I kind of I kind of do miss that a lot. But I mean, nowadays you got eight thousand channels and nothing on, so you go yeah, figure. It's kind of the truth. Uh, we, we were talking about this. But it's in high def. High def but it's in high def. Yeah, it's high def. High def. Crap. High def. <laughs> How are you, buddy? High def. Hey, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, but seriously, um, Dean Rusk. <laughs> I miss paying twenty five cents for comic books. Yeah. That's for damn sure. <laughs> now, what 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 is what do they cost now? What does a comic three, book cost? Three, four bucks. Yeah, Two ninety nine, three ninety nine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. End up. End up. Yeah. I, I miss paying like five, six, seven bucks for a rock concert. Yeah, yeah that was a. Uh, you know, and seeing bands that were like in their prime, as opposed to you know, guys in wheelchairs <laughs> playing or that, or cover bands of uh, the original bands. bands. Yeah. yeah, I like how like now if you if you go to like the Rolling Stones, it costs you like a hundred dollars, and it's like, well, wait a minute, how is this so expensive? It's going up exponentially, yeah. and they're just they're playing the same shit. That's Interjecting like, briefly, do you know who the new lead singer touring with Queen is? And I kid thee not. No. American Idol winner Adam Lambert. Now, is that a show made for hell or oh, not? Wow! What are they doing, know. like a, a hologram thing with him with Queen? Ooh. I don't even know who he is actually. <laughs> yeah, he so. won American Idol, uh, and I only know this from reading since I don't have. As you yeah, know, I mean, there's so TV. many of those shows. I don't even know yeah. what what's yeah, what or whatever. Wow. And this was largely done to confuse Al because it was ten, and we're not sure he could count that high. So you're on number nine, Al. You only need two more, okay? No, no, I don't. I don't have numbers. I'm above. He doesn't play on. by I'm, rules. I'm, I'm man. the play he, by the rules, okay. buddy. You know. I'm free for him all the way. He just keeps going until he... Until There's things about going. him you should know. He's a dangerous kind of guy. Yeah, Keep dark secrets. Carlos Danger, He and Pee Wee Herman, okay? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And you're Pee Wee, whatever. whatever. Right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, what else was I going to say? Yeah, I, I miss... um, You know, I miss the mall where the way it used to be and I miss how I miss going to the arcades in the mall that was a lot of fun yeah, I miss vinyl cool. records too yeah. you know I mean that's kind of coming back but it was used to be used to go to the records I miss record stores yeah this comeback is is a uh, is, no, it's, 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 it's not gonna yeah it's it's, it's like kind of made up yeah I, I yeah think. yeah it's yeah, gaining so. some momentum but most people are still like whatever yeah you know? yeah so you go now alright so I'm the Mr. oldest Big Shot Kirby guy okay well I'm the oldest guy in this room I'm probably the oldest guy still, still standing Alan Arkin and I are kind of neck and neck. But I was born in 1956. In, in, in some way or another. In some way. Uh, and this one's for you, Adam, baby, okay? <laughs> so I was born in 1956. So I miss kind of like the gold... I miss out on the golden age of science fiction. I really... Going back yeah. now and looking at and collecting some of the science fiction pulps from that era, they're just great. And I kind yeah. of wish in some yeah. ways that I had, you know, was a little older so I could <laughs> enjoy them. Moving into the 60s, well, I miss... I miss the ubiquitous uh, availability of comic books. Nowadays, I have to drive to a comic book shop every every Wednesday. Oh, you mean like were they were they like more more Seven Eleven? They were Seven like Elevens, drug stores, yeah. um, just everywhere. I mean, you know, just convenience stores. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, they were so much easier to buy, and 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 uh, 
Doctor, what is your name? Demento? No, no. Doctor Morbius. Doctor Morbius over there from parts unknown. He, he and I right. can often trace. Like m most people remember, where were they the day that Kennedy was shot? But I can I can tell you that. But I can also tell you where I was when Daredevil Annual Number One came out. I bought it on there, the Rexall on Palm Avenue and. and Highly after I'd been to the Mylander pool for the day. So it's things like that. Well, so, well, excuse me, but I don't often trace like you. I can really draw, but that's well, besides the okay, point. Okay, I know, understand. Singer anyway. so, Day! I know, I know. Singer! Got yeah. him again! No, he can draw. You should see him draw flies. He's excellent <laughs> yeah. at it. Yeah. <laughs> so, comic books. I remember also back in, in Miami, highly where I grew up, The um, they had a summer movie club in which you could buy... Ten movie tickets for a dollar. I kid thee not. Oh. That would be ten cents a piece, Al, in case you want, don't want to have to do yeah, the math. That's right. ten feet, ten and I would feet. see things like the Herman's Hermits movies, and I would see yeah. uh, Robinson Crusoe on Mars and Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. But then I also got to see some of the Christopher Lee Fu Manchu movies, which I, <laughs> you know, they would slip in a ring or two every once in a while. So that was great because our house did not have air conditioning. So in the brutal heat of Hialeah, it was... Okay, here's a dollar. Go to ten movies for the summer. Yeah. Leave me the heck alone. This is my mother speaking. That's a lot of hours of air yeah, conditioning. That's a lot of hours of no jam. No, no. <laughs> of no Kirby no guy. Kirby guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so that was one thing I miss. I miss breastfeeding, but that's a better story. You know, that was. No, I just miss. I just miss someone taking care of my needs. It's so much harder now. You know, yeah. <laughs> the nursing yeah. home folks aren't nearly as nice. Uh, Going into the six into the seventies, I miss AM radio. We were having this conversation on the way up. There was a time. I know it's hard to imagine where AM radio actually mattered. Um, uh. I don't miss record stores as much because I'm very fortunate. I live in a in a town that actually has five independent record stores, and and one of them was written up in Rolling Stone magazine as one really? of the best 25 records independent record stores in the United States. So I'm very very fortunate. That, that you're way. not in Florida, right? No, I'm in Asheville, North Carolina. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's cool. Five. Yeah. Five. Five. Yeah. You know, uh, just this is out of nowhere, but a buddy of mine, his mom had one of those new IROC uh, Camaros from the 80s. And it, it was it was featured a stereo AM radio, and I was like, well, what the hell is that for? Yeah. Like like it was like it was a big deal because they made an AM radio that oh, that, yeah, that had stereo yeah, surround, yeah. and I was like, well, I don't get it, you know, because at that time now CDs were reigning supreme, you know, cassettes are on their way out. Or reigning men, or yeah. singing the Supremes, <laughs> either one. <laughs> or Adam Lambert was singing yeah. Queen. Yeah, anyway. Okay, sorry, go ahead. So, anyways, the 60s, those were some of the keep, things. Keep on going. It's an hour show. Just keep I on know, going. I know, I know. And I've lost track anyway. <laughs> we're like, and the movie we watched today sucked. And goodbye, guys. Goodbye, later. Okay. And in 1983, um, I miss. Uh, I miss drive-in movie theaters. I really yes, enjoy drive-in yes, movie yes, theaters. Good one, yeah. You know, they're, they were great. You, you could just go and have such a good time. I miss. Um, I miss. Magazines that were affordable, like uh, two ninety five, <laughs> as opposed to the yeah. current six ninety five, yeah. which yeah. is what I used to pay for a hardcover book. Mm, yeah. On the other hand, someone else mentioned earlier they missed having bills. I kind of like having bills, as in <laughs> dollar bills, on, in my pocket yeah. because I never had any when I was a kid. You know, I used yeah. to have to beg, yeah. borrow, and uh, sometimes steal. Oh yeah. But uh, so those were good times. You know, I like having my own driver's license, which I got last year, by the way, at the age of 56. But I finally passed the test. 32 <laughs> tries, eight. I might be a record of some sort. Yeah, actually, 
<laughs> if you would have gotten your driver's license early, you wouldn't have gone through all the uh, to the other car wrecks that you were in with me while I was driving. That is true. Know, that so, is true. Uh, going into the eighties, well, <laughs> going into the eighties. You know what? I don't miss a damn thing about the eighties. The music pretty much stuck. I think yeah, the comics good. weren't very good. I don't. I don't like the slasher horror films that were so prevalent during that time period. Um, yeah. So there's not much about the eighties that I'm missing. You know. Yeah, about the nineties. What do I miss about the nineties? <laughs> Very little. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> I don't know. The nineties were kind of like a blah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I really think so. I don't. I don't know. I don't really remember much about it. I mean, I was just working and, yeah. you know, moved into a new house and all that kind of crap. Establishing a life and yeah, not that you have like, one, but yeah. But yeah, exactly. Theory, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. Anyway. All right. That's so what that, we missed. That's our. That's what we missed. That's our top ten list. We're gonna take another break and then when we get back, it's on to our gigantic movie of boobage. Crystal. Forest is motion squirrel! A great new motion picture in the world's newest motion picture process, Cinemagic. The wonder of the added fourth dimension. With Cinemagic, you are actually on the first rocket ride to Mars in the angry red planet. You feel the dizzying heights of their fantastic city of mile-high buildings. You'll shiver as you ride the river of the dead. Your depth perception will increase a thousandfold as you look into the waters that lead to foreverness. And the terrors you meet on Mars are beyond man's imagination. The Rat-Bat Spider. So real in Cinemagic, you'll feel the crazed stare of its blinded eyes. The tearing shock of its iron claws. The giant amoeba. Like an earth germ only a hundred million times larger. Thrills, shocks, terrors, and your first glimpse of the life and the world of Mars. All are yours to experience in The Angry Red Planet in Eastman 5250 color from American International. The unprintable scandal that nearly wrecked an international airline is now this year's most sensational motion picture. Swedish Fly Girls is the frank and daring story of exactly how stewardesses make out once they're off duty. If you have a daughter, sister, or friend who is an airline stewardess, urge them not to see Swedish Fly Girls. The explicitly erotic scenes might upset them. Swedish Fly Girls is in color, rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. And that echo you hear is from my head. Thanks, Theraflu. Yeah. Oh, wait, or lack of Theraflu. Boy, you okay. know, colds are rough. <laughs> I'm surprised you got one, man. You sounded okay on Wednesday. Well, and I mean, what's business just... This isn't Germany like a eating. this isn't like a cold cold like I have um allergy sometimes maybe? like an allergy causes an infection in my lungs uh, then it travels okay. up to my head like so it's not like I didn't catch a cold I just have the same symptoms and just as much fun yeah you know. exactly yay yeah. for that yeah brought to you by Theraflu okay anyway uh, did we mention Theraflu <laughs> I, I wish we were getting paid by Theraflu they could just send me a box of that crap how about some Nyquil I'm pretty sure Theraflu cures everything okay and curing including the blues. Okay. The, the, summertime, the, blue, the summertime blues? The blues cause... Because there ain't no cure for the summertime <laughs> yeah, blues. There blues. Yeah, yeah Thera Blues. Yeah, Thera Blues. Brought to you by Thera Blues. <laughs> <laughs> well, on to the show, as it were, as or were not, or maybe. And, of course, we're talking about the 50-foot cheerleader. Attack. Attack. Oh, the 50-foot cheerleader. Not yeah. just the 50-foot cheerleader, but the attack. Yes. Well, we could just talk about the 50-foot cheerleader. Oh, we can talk about the 50-foot cheerleader. That's probably, we're gonna, that's probably what we're going to be talking about most anyway. Yeah. But I, used, uh, I I took one of those measuring devices up to the screen, and, and I have to say, not not that I'm anal retentive. And is there is there a hyphen between anal and retentive? But she was actually only 49 feet. I just Can I make that yeah. point, please? Well, the budget was only a million, so they <laughs> had a, you know, they a million. A million one, they could have gone 50 feet. So but that was, this you know. is a Roger Corman joint, in case you didn't but know really? that. Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. I... I I often wonder 
point, you, you always people are like, oh, what if you got inside Salvador Dali's head? What would it be like inside of Roger Corman's head? You know Scary. what I mean? Like, like just boobs and random <laughs> things. Just, just insanity. Like, I think, I think all in his head is money counting. You know, <laughs> yeah. dollar bills. It's that's just like cha-ching, cha-ching. Yeah, cha-ching. It just sounds like an old like cash yeah, register. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's what's mostly in his head. Because when you hear him talk in interviews, I said this a million times already. He seems like just like the most normal guy, very intelligent. He seems, but he makes these movies that are like, what the hell's wrong with you, man? You know what I mean? Like. Well, he he hires new people, and he he's exploitation. That's where he makes his money. That's where he's like best known yeah. as. So when you when you work for Corman, you're not going to make a masterpiece. You're going to yeah. make some uh, some fun, goofy trash for you know people to watch. So. As the guy in this trio that is least familiar <laughs> with Corman's work, has he made quote unquote more serious movies? Does he ever veer off into no. mainstream uh, film? No. The one serious <laughs> movie that he did once it was called The Intruder. It was with Shatner. It was about racism in the South. Uh, and he lost money on it, and that was the last time he did that. But it's the one movie that he's most proud of. So, yeah. so okay. And oftentimes, his earlier works did interject some social commentary, which, always which, which that, even yeah. this did. Kind even of. this did, where, where, where the, the, the Vex was the funniest guy in this movie, the, 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 the guy who ran that evil corporation. Yeah, yeah, yeah Treat Williams. Yeah, yeah. Treat Williams. He's sitting there Slug talking. Him. He's like, I can he walk this. Treat, by the way. He's like, I can walk this lady right down the middle of the town if it's not on one of these little. And he's holding up a smartphone. If it's not on the screen of one of these little things, you kids don't even notice it. I was like, yeah, yeah. that was actually really funny. I agreed with what he said. Yeah, Corman always stuck a little bit of. Well, it was because of his writers. He would hire young people who were mostly like you know, trying to get something across. Strong like Nicholson or Dennis Hopper or Francis Ford Coppola or Martin Scorsese and all the people. They were serious guys, but this was their start, so they would make a movie. They knew it was going to be a horror movie or whatever, but they would try to get a point across, and it was usually pretty much hidden, kind of like a Rod Serling, but not as good, maybe. Did any of those guys go on to make other movies? No, Nicholson? nothing. Okay. Nothing. And I think um, Corman, more than anyone, has enough stroke where he has some of those people that in his background where they hit huge. So everyone, even if it's just a little inkling, goes, well, I'm in Attack of the 50-Foot Cheerleader. John Landis is but, in this, yeah, the director. Uh, but, I mean, but, he, but even the, the young actors, I mean, they're like, yeah, but that's where so many people got their start. Maybe this will be my start. Like, yeah. if, you know, Nicholson did and all these, you know, Hopper. I, you couldn't help but think, okay, I'm a slub in a Corman movie. Maybe, maybe I, I'll have the same, you know, rocket into stardom as some of his, the people yeah. from his past. He has so much stroke where in a trauma movie, you know, you're just in a trauma movie. You're not... I mean, he's probably I don't dis- think he's, his movies from those. have probably discovered more major actors than almost like a lot of other studios. Yeah. The John, bigger studios. The John Mayall of film directors. <laughs> the John Mayall of film directors. Yeah, the blues guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, you really. Play when Mayall's band, Clapton, yeah. and, and others. Clapton, and Peter, Peter Green, Green, and then uh, Mick Taylor, and then you grow up to bigger and better and things. You grow up you know? to becoming yeah. the Stones or, you know, Eric Clapton. See, that happened with the Bucks for a while where they would have a quarterback and be terrible, and then the quarterback would leave and go on to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. The Doug yeah. Williams, and yeah. uh, who was yeah. it before Doug Williams? So, uh, uh, it was, uh, oh, um, uh, that was it in was Vince Ferragamo, was it? No, no, no. Was it was the guy that. No, like I'm drawing a blank from the 49ers, dude. You know, Steve Young. Steve yeah, Young so like, so the, yeah, he, the, he's the he's the Bucks of yeah. Of, he's uh, and bring it back the to the movies. Sean <laughs> Young. Sean Young is in the is movie. in this movie yes, from Blade which Runner. Is, so not only do you have these up and coming or hopefully up and coming actors and right. actresses, you also have ones that are sort of on, shall we say, the the decline of their careers. Yeah. Mary Warrenov. Mary Warrenov. Sean Young and Sean Young. She's like kind of blacklisted, right? I mean, uh, apparently so because she's had a couple of she's with. had a couple of she she sort of went through the the Lindsay Lohan um um 
school, school of social grace, shall we say. And she's <laughs> had a couple of issues yeah. and oh, is, yeah. is considered somewhat difficult to work with. And I, I suppose that this is perhaps an attempt on her part to try to to try to try restart that career a little or bit. Or to make a... Twenty grand or something. Or to make twenty grand for a weekend, which isn't a bad gig. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's not a bad gig. Yeah, because I envision working for a Corman movie would be um like just hell. Like even if you know, no matter what you're doing there, it's just going to be constant whip cracking and penny pinching. Like because he doesn't waste a second of light or an or an inch of film. You know what I mean? Like he, well, he, he just he gives the director a th- well, he used to give the director X amount of money and go, okay, you've got two weeks to make a movie. Go make a movie. That was it. Yeah, and, and, and so the, movie. those productions are tight. And they run fast. I, I saw some b- behind-the-scenes stuff where they were, he was just like, okay, now n- go. We, we're losing a minute of light. You know, and I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. No going back to the producer for another 10% up on, on the budget. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> no. Yeah, as opposed to movies nowadays, which there's a million takes, they cost a billion dollars, and they're like two and a half hours of and they, whatever. And they're still not very interesting. Yeah. They're not very interesting. No, that's no. The, the, the blockbuster stuff with these uber-bloated uh, budgets – they never make their money back anymore. How is this sustaining? How are they sustaining? Just like, like the Avengers and the Marvel movies are making their money back, but all the Disney stuff isn't really doing good. Except maybe there's something that might be, but the Lone Ranger thing bombed. The bombed. John Carter thing bombed. I mean, big bombs, you know. Yeah, well, I think Pacific Rim bombed. It was a three hundred million dollar production. Yeah, but I think they haven't played in China and other countries, so right. I think they're going to make their money worldwide. And that's a point that was raised on NPR a couple of weeks ago: is that a lot of these films. Um, the reason they seem so uninteresting to us is because they have no cultural references that are strict to this country because they know they're going to be marketed overseas. Oh, it's more international. Yeah. That's so right. So they're be... talking to not one specific culture. <laughs> they sort of go middle of the road and try to talk to all cultures. Well, it's, it's like in the, we were talking about in the Captain America movie, they really didn't make that many references to Nazis because they wanted to play in Germany right. and they don't want to lose an audience there. So that's money. They don't make it just in the U.S. They make it yeah. all over the world. And it's kind of like, well, it doesn't mean anything anymore. You know, and, like, and I also miss back in the day when you didn't really know how much money the movie made. I couldn't care less. I care, the only yeah. price tag I care about is what my admission going in. Exactly. You know, I don't want to know the budget of the movie. I don't need to know how much Tom Cruise made. That's, I don't the, care. that's almost front and center now. It is. That, it is. That, 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 they talk about more about what it, what, how much it costs than what's in it. No, not only you know, that, but people insane. judge the movie by how good it is, by how much Bingo. money it made. Yeah, like we, ha- we have a reviewer in my town, and, and he made what I consider the most idiotic and almost offensive comment. Mm-hmm. He he panned a movie, and then he finished it with, but the movie's making a lot of money, so it must be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, it's it's a very odd, I know a lot of people yeah. are calling that, this we're seeing the end of the summer blockbusters because of this string of losers. Uh, I don't, no, I don't well, really buy that. This trio of losers? Is that no, what you're talking no. about? <laughs> no, no, this year. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, next year they'll have an Avengers movie or a Justice League movie or something. It'll be yeah. a big thing, and it'll all be great Yeah, again. but those are hit and miss, too, now. Not the Avengers. Like, some of them have staying power. The Iron Man movies all do good. Yeah, and all that but stuff, then yeah. Thor will fall flat, and... There's a sequel coming up. I don't know how yeah. bad it did. It did good well, enough. Sharknado has a sequel, so, you know... Well, yeah, but it should. Yeah, well, yeah. It and it was on TV. Yeah. It's like Expendables, Red, and Sharknado. Each yeah. year should have a, have one come out, just like you know Saw. Yeah, that's well, not true at all. I, I mean, it, yeah, I'm mean, going back to the money thing. It's like even in IMDb, you you, you just want to know who's in the movie. You don't want how much money it costs or whatever, but it's all there and it's a big yeah. deal now. But um, so as you alluded to earlier, back to uh, our a matter at hand, which which is a attack of a 50 foot cheerleader. That cost a mil- has a budget of a million dollars. Yeah, which is I thought it was going to be a lot less than that. Yeah. Actually, I don't know where they spent it on, but okay. This one was a this one was really well shot. 
It was, it, it was well shot, but it the was effects a weren't anything. Movie. No, no. The effects weren't anything great. In fact, when he when she she was supposed to be big, and she looked prospectively, she looked big yeah. until she was laying on that guy having sex. Then I was like, well, not not having sex, but when he was la- he, she was laying on him, and I was like, well, now they're the same size. Like it, it didn't yeah. it didn't work. So and I know, and I noticed when the fifty foot cheerleaders would jump the ground would not shake. There was one scene where she was running through a parking lot or yeah. something. And, and, you know, clearly you can see that, you know, the, until they the, thought the, they the money wasn't spent on the effects. Yeah. Let's just say that. They remembered that when they were in the studio, in the stadium, in the stadium. Cause then that's they what they did it. They were like, Oh, yeah. should we do that? They're like, yeah. yeah, well, if you got a half an hour, do that. If not, get out. The, All right, Bruno, <laughs> shake the camera. Okay. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Okay. The, the, the shake effect would have cost another 10 grand. And that was it for the budget. Corman wouldn't give any. I like the practical where they used to hit the side of the cameras. Yeah. That's my favorite. Like in Star Trek, when the, when the ship turns, yeah. it just everybody just yeah. runs yeah, to the one, one side. Guy like, like this, like this, to the other side. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> well, man. Exactly. That's so. What what is this uh, lovely romp? Uh, I guess it's a. There's a college ICU. ICU. Yeah. Iron Coast University. There you go. Yeah. And a very uh, very respective, prestigious Ivy League. Um, Iron Coast, and. Um, this homely girl that's working in a lab with her Cassie. lab partner Cassie, she's trying out for the cheerleading squad because her mom, Sean Young, is kind of holding back money until she makes it or something like that. Yeah, there was something some... like that. Her mom's like real pushy stage mom. She wants her to be a cheerleader because the mom was a big time cheerleader God, back then. You... Helicopter mom is yeah. the term. Yeah. Yeah, and Cassie's kind of like you know not exactly. She looks a little rough in the beginning anyway. Right. Well, and you can. I mean, this is obviously one of those. Oh, let the hair down and take off the glasses, yeah. and it's going to be like the most gorgeous woman in the world kind of things. Yeah. But you're like, oh, okay, well, whatever. They have fake zits on her, and yeah, yeah. And she's yeah, like, oh, okay. And she tries out, and of course, the super stuck up Uber cheerleaders who have. Uh, chiseled their way into the hierarchy, make fun of her and push her down and then there's hazing and Yeah. <clears throat> it gets zany. Yeah, and then she and she's like also like a science student or whatever and she's working on that serum to uh regenerate What what's it called? Renew? Yeah, it was called Renew. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. serum Renew. And was it <coughs> were they alluding to it was like for enlarging boobs or something like that? I know it was for making things look bigger or like no prettier they, they prettier, said it's yeah. literally, literally just the, the reason that zvex guy i don't know if it's Z-Vex, treat williams treat yeah. williams he said because after a woman gets a facelift they still have turkey neck so he needs that's a serum it. that's right like yeah. he, that's how shallow this guy is and, and this guy was really funny i mean he's the a stuff, well-known actor yeah, from tv and, and movies and stuff the like stuff that, he yeah. was saying and the things he was doing was just like he really made me laugh a lot yeah he i mean funny. honestly like when he whenever he talked the things he was saying were just like what? Yeah, he was you totally know, obnoxious. Yeah, he was. Yeah. So anyway, so she like decides to inject herself with the uh, Renew. It worked on the rat. It'll it probably yeah, work on right. me, right? Yeah. Yeah, kind of like in that other movie, Horror High, where the kid injected their... This is like a theme going on yeah, with the, injecting exactly. the rats or whatever. But anyway, she injects it and she becomes hot. Even though yeah. she kind of was good looking before. You mean her temperature goes up? Is that? Yeah, oh, that's yeah. part of it too, okay, yeah. yeah. And then, well, the viewers' temperatures went well, up. Well, mine did. Yeah, something, yeah, something yeah was she rising. was, especially when she was 50 <laughs> feet tall. That was really hot. That was a climb, boy, let me tell you. Oh. But uh, And and, and uh, she uh, tries out for the cheerleaders. The cheerleader doesn't, the head cheerleader doesn't like her, but they end up getting her anyway because, what, the other girl gets hurt in the shower or yeah, something the, like the that. Yeah, the giant spider because, as always, when she's injecting herself with this stuff that makes her huge, a drop falls on the floor, and a the spider, spider, which is just like a little plot cul-de-sac it doesn't go anywhere it's just like yeah. there and then just and 
so the spider becomes huge too, and you're like, okay, well, every now and then it pops out until she kills it with a stop sign. Yeah, yeah. Which was a good yeah. scene. Because with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. killing yeah. giant spiders with oh. stop Yeah, giant signs. spiders are cool, though, but just in the movies, though, not yeah. in my house. But yeah. anyway, I had, a, I had a fight with a giant spider the other day. Did you really? Yeah, one of those, you know those ones that are like in Florida, they're like the, as big as your head? Yeah, yeah, the but when you, spiders. And then when you kill them, it goes... And it's like the size of a dime, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's scary I, I, I was sitting there putting something in my closet, and I look up, and I was like, oh, is this battle on? So I had to go find the, the broom, and, you know. Should have just thrown the cat on him. He'll get rid of him. Here oh, you go, they cat. used to, man. They used to go at The brothers oh, used yeah, to no kill doubt. that thing. <laughs> the brothers? Well, the, yeah, the two cats are brothers. One time there was, um, the panda was sitting there yelling at one, and there was one on the wall, and the black one ran up and jumped on his brother's head. To like Michael Jordan over him to get it, and he got it. He pulled it down <laughs> off the wall to kill this spider because oh, they used God. to be really nutty when they were young. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, what are we talking about? Spiders? We're talking about, we're talking oh, about yeah, giant spiders movies. in the movie. Yeah, we digress, as they say. But yeah. I digress. Yeah. So, uh, so then you know now she starts zaniness ensues when they're going through their hazing, and if you want to be a Zeta, you have to do all these weird semi. Erotic. Speaking of Zeta, thing. that was one of the great radio stations of South Florida yeah, that I also missed from that station. period. Yeah, yes. yeah. What was anyway, Zeta Four? Zeta Four. We were the, we, things we were talking about in the car. We missed Zeta, old FM radio station. Oh, cool. Again, we digress. Do you remember uh, Zeta One? Was that movie I watched the other that's week? That's right. That's the one. That's a. That's not a lot of boobage in it. That's a good one. That is actually. a good movie. Yeah, I like that. I like Zeta yeah. One. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I can't tell you a damn thing about it, but I remember I liked it. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was a good one. Now I'm now I'm thinking about Zeta One and Back of the fifty foot cheerleaders, but so then, okay. yeah, as the zanies ensues, she starts getting huge. Well, first she starts getting really agile. Yeah, so yeah, she's, she's very. Got, yeah, <laughs> she's like she's catching like a, a frisbee in her like, mouth. They they are having this during the hazing thing. Yeah. yeah, and here's where we're introduced to this character who's a pirate, and I'm like, oh, a pirate? All right, whatever. And just yeah. so he's running around, dragging him around by leashes. So that's about the most degrading thing in the world, and. uh but then she shows how awesome she is with her dexterity, and she starts growing bigger and bigger, and then and she starts dating the the football player, who's a who's a turd. Who's yeah, a he's, he's, and he, but she's like, at this point, she's like two feet taller than him, isn't she? Like in this where she starts yeah, going and, really. And, and that was funny because they didn't know how to really do the fact that she was like a She-Hulk size or whatever. So instead of showing the proportionally from feet to toe, they would just do the high angle shot, you know? It was yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. She was, it looks like she was just standing <laughs> on a box next to everybody. Just, oh, look, she's bigger. She's like, That's all it was. It was can we see her entire body? No, you can't, but she's bigger. I should point out that Dr. Uh, Mobius over here yeah. is using his hands to show the various heights of the characters as if you in radio and internet land have <laughs> no, the no, slightest is, idea what that means. No, this is being broadcast on YouTube, so, oh, you know, great. We, we forgot to tell you that. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Yeah, good thing we're using fake names. Yeah, good thing they won't know us now. Or is that the address of his house in the back of that video? Oh, there it is. Let's just drive there. Hey, I'm Spanish. I talk with my hands. What can I tell you? You know. But anyway, I thought that was Italians. Well, we say saying. it's same in the neighborhood. Thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, oh, yeah. so um, yeah, the, the shenanigans with the showing yeah. height was really kind. Yeah, it worked yeah. sometimes. It didn't work others. But I think that's almost that's indicative of all these movies 
every time no there's budget. there's one of those like you know the colossal man and something like that yeah. there's just sometimes you're like well is he 90 feet tall or is he five feet tall like and it's just they can't ever consistently get it right and it's just a i mean it's this a very is definitely this thing. is definitely in the family of those movies it's an it's an homage wow, distant wow. cousin distant yeah. cousin twice yeah. removed this is twice the one that removed. doesn't always get invited to the to the parties but Sometimes shows up and you're like, oh. I'd invite her to my party. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the, yeah. There were, the, yes, these the cheerleaders were very pretty. Yeah. So uh, and they were very plasticky. I think we catty, said that before. Yeah, they were very catty and very very catty. Uh, yeah. They're mean spirited. Like the the cheerleaders. Well, the head cheerleader. As is, in all cheerleader movies. Right. Like the the head cheerleader is like uber mean, so horrible, like of a human being that you don't even want to look at him. You know. And Cassie also wants to join the fraternity, right? So that's part of the yeah. deal or whatever. Now, she doesn't just want to become a cheerleader. <laughs> that's when we're introduced to Miss Warnov. Oh God, yeah. Mary Warnov, who's of of Death Race 2000 fame. And Andy Warhol. Yeah, and, she's uh, in. A, she's in like almost. She's not almost all, but she's in a lot of Corman stuff. Um, I think that they really like each other, or she. He really, you know, he uses her all the time. And yeah, she, they're and friends. I'm sure. Yeah, she has yeah. pictures of him. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure she does. Yeah, she, and Andy Warhol. Uh, she she looks a little bit older than in Death Race. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah. But That's another thing I miss from my youth: Death Race 2000. Yeah. But I watch it all the time. Yeah, anyway. watching it every day, right during the summer. <laughs> <laughs> I had the pleasure of meeting David Carradine. I should tell you at the. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, I met him right wow. before he did the Kill Bill movies up at the Mid Ohio Con in um, uh, Columbus, Ohio. Boy, that was and funny. Cool, man. Yeah, it was great. It was really great. Nice guy. Didn't he say something about, you asked him about what he was doing next, he goes, I'm doing a movie with a famous director. He said, I'm doing a a major project with a major projector, director, but I am sworn by contract not to talk about it, but you'll hear about it in a few months. And boy, did we ever. He's probably like, and after that, I'll never do one of these Comic Cons (laughs) again, because I'll be rolling in money. No, after that, I'll be just like... Going to foreign countries and strangling myself while... <laughs> oh, no, wait, what, what, what was that line? Because after that, he'll be swimming in money and drowning in hookers. Yeah. yeah that was yeah. another line yeah, from... Yeah, 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 that's that, right, that's that, it, that, yeah. That, <laughs> Don't you want to drown in hookers and swim <laughs> money? Yeah, that guy, right. oh my God, he was so funny. Like, he was always about hookers. I, I'd rather swing with hookers and drown in money myself. That's <laughs> yeah, true. yeah, that's true, <laughs> you too. Know. Yeah, yeah, that's true, too. But yeah, this is... Uh, so, now, where were... Okay, so we're... So she's she's just getting bigger and bigger and right. like you know they're like I like the one scene where she's like getting so big that she's naked or whatever you know they have to go they have those giant cheerleaders that they get. yeah the balloon cheerleaders which uh, there's two of them uh, yeah but we'll just uh, take the top off one we'll just take the top off hint did he hint hint yeah, so, yeah. Right, exactly yeah. So she's like running around and like they're trying to find a serum to reduce her in size or whatever. But I think she, after a while she's saying, you know, I, I kind of like being yeah. this big or whatever, you know. But but then like the the evil guy Treat Williams and his guys they want to like capture her right to like you know what was what was the reason they wanted to capture? They wanted to like either show her off or something like that or have her as oh a spectacle or something like that. I can't remember what the exact reason was they wanted. Yeah, well, I don't remember either because they were gonna like helicopter her out. Yeah, they were gonna helicopter her <laughs> on a bl- on a blimp. On a blimp. On a blimp or whatever. <laughs> Does yeah. anyone ever consider the grocery bill when you get to be fifty foot tall? I mean, yeah, that no. could be an issue. Yeah, well, she looked like she was pretty slim, so I don't know, you know. But but then now, it, go ahead. She, oh, she was. What is she, she? Wasn't she like a not a beauty queen? What what what's her history? I saw her like do a lot of TV. Okay, I think stuff. I want to say she was like either she was she won a beauty contest. I think or, they said she did want to be from Georgia or something. Yeah, yeah, Georgia. Like so yeah, yeah, she. I mean, she's an honest to goodness. You can kind of tell she's like 
very modelish like or, or like Kelly beauty. Preston kind of look a yeah. little bit, yeah. you know, a little bit. Yeah, she was attractive. Because some sometimes the 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 hot girls in these B movies aren't exactly A list, you and, know. And, and the kinda... and the the nasty cheerleader kind of remind you of uh, what's her face from that '70s show, uh, Mila yeah. Kunis. Yes, she, she had did. that Mila Kunis <laughs> kind of look to her. I whatever. thought she was really pretty. Oh yeah, she was. I mean, yeah. I, I'm sure she. I mean, she was acting like such a jerk, but you know. That's her was, role. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say that's her role. She was just doing. She was just acting well. You know. Yeah. So so, what, so then so then um what the guy's <laughs> trying to get her to uh, a cure. So he tested out on a. I think he tested out on the spider leg that they had yeah. to see if it works or whatever. So they yeah, they shoot they shoot it in the spider leg and then it works or whatever. So but in the meantime when he goes back. To the lab, the Mila Kunis-looking cheerleader decides to like do a strip tease in front of him or whatever. Yeah, to get she's yeah she's trying to get the serum. She's trying to get but, the serum. But she's yeah. like, oh yeah, so she's stripping, and you're like, wow, well, I, I can I'm on board for this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she yeah. was. I have a feeling she might have stripped before. I don't know. That's my I idea. I don't know. You know, maybe that's how she got the she job. She's really good know. at it. Let's just put it that way. Like she was, oh, she was okay at Wasn't stripping. Wasn't foreign territory. Yes, uh, exactly. No, no, <laughs> but um, so then she like goes after the dude, and dude's like, oh wait, whoa, wait a minute, you know, she's he's, she's coming on to him. So he's got the two syringes in his hand, and she he, he injects her in the boobs. Yes, and she, she does. runs out screaming like a maniac. With two with two syringes, hang, two syringes. Or a syringe out of each boob. Well, running through the college campus, and nobody's like paying any attention. They're like, oh, that's a common occurrence. <laughs> oh, another fifty foot woman, you know, running through. Uh, the another girl with like in, needles oh, in her boobs. That's like this you is know, getting so old. You know, so here at ICU, we're used to seeing that. You that's know, so like last year or whatever. Oh, you know. Yeah. So she like takes off and you know and and goes back to her room or whatever and then like her boyfriend Jock the Jock goes to see her or whatever and they're like oh god yeah that was that was a weird scene a funny scene because he goes into the sorority house which is run by Mary Warnoff and she's like oh if you if you you know show if you try and have sex with her I'm gonna take your penis off with a my, my a pipe wrench or something. Yeah, pipe wrench. Or and something she said something very like visceral, and I'm like, okay, well, there you go. That. And then, uh, <laughs> as a Mary Warnoff would, you know, yeah, say. exactly. I would kind of believe that if, yeah, if she said it to me, I'd be yeah. like, I, I have a feeling you're serious. Uh, yeah, yeah. So then they start having sex because, and this girl's growing as she's having sex, yeah. like crushing him, and he's like, oh, you're a freak, and he runs out, and she gets really <sighs> mad then, like, and then she like <sighs> takes off, and then all of a sudden she becomes like another fifty foot. Yeah. cheerleader or whatever and then of course there's the battle of, of the, the 50, 50 foot, foot cheerleader yeah, yeah. it was almost like pacific rim part one uh, yeah you know yeah. except just without the budget just half but with the boobs with though. half nude yes there was a lot of boobage in this yeah and there was a lot of almost full frontal not quite but they though. they edited it right before you'd see it and you'd be like oh maybe next yeah. time uh, the camera yeah. angle yeah. Yeah. maybe the director's cut yeah. <laughs> yeah. anyway director's <laughs> cut yeah, I wouldn't wait up for that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's always hope, you know. Yeah, it's true. You and, never know. But then, they, then, then, and and then at the uh, at the football game. So this is kind of like a lead into the new NFL season or yes. whatever. Yeah, that's why we so chose we this football, movie. Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. So, so anyway, during the foot during the, the the one cheerleader, the evil one starts doing her cheer in front of the girl's mom, Cassie's mom, and Cassie's mom's like, what's going on here? And all of a sudden, Cassie shows up, and we have the fight, yep. the cat fight of the 50-foot cheerleaders. Giant, half-naked women fighting. Which which, which my favorite part is, of course, when they have to rip off each other's tops, so that was... A, Let that me was, just rephrase that. Giant, half-naked woman wrestling yeah. in a stadium. 
Yeah, so we get a variety of <laughs> kicks and moves and, uh, you know. And you don't notice anything other than gigantic boobs. Uh, oh, man, yeah. yeah Quite definitely. a lesson in bitch slap, by the way. Yeah. Frequently oh, yeah, used yeah, term yeah, in the I movie. I even said that. that was bitch, bitch slap, slap, bitch slap back to you, bitch <laughs> slap back to you. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, they almost went to WWE there, where they were like, oh, and he's got her down. Like, they were really going for that, like, commentator talking yeah. about what's happening, you know, and these. And, and it, did you see that all the people were using their phones and, like, recording on their phones and stuff. Like, yeah. So, the, so the, the evil guy, what's his name? Oh, I can't remember what his name was, but it was, it was Treat Williams. Yeah. Treat Williams. Yeah. So well, he was right. Like, like, like yeah. everything was done through the phones, so the social commentary did uh, prove true. And I, I, I have expected during the fight scenes to have, like, the zap and the pals of the old Batman oh. television <laughs> show because the, the blows and the kicks were clearly not being landed. Oh, but, yeah. But like I said to you, that would cover up some of the boob bits. I know, we couldn't that, have that. That slap, there was the part where the, the evil girl... M- m- Michelle Kunis? No, Mila Kunis. Well, her look Yeah, exactly. Was, was sitting on top of her, and she was pretending to slap her across the face, and she was missing by, like, a foot. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was, she wasn't even, like, close to her face. So that yeah, but these girls were working it. They were trying their best. you got to yeah. give them, especially the topless, you know. It's like, you know, that's, that's always a good thing. You know, you would never see any, any uh, WWF or the MME topless woman kick. Boxing, no, so no. you know, this was a gateway film to greater things. It's a gateway <laughs> film, yeah, made by gateway <laughs> films. Yeah, but anyway, uh, so that's that's where it all leads up to, like why you watch the movie. And as you're sitting there watching it, you're like, yeah, I, I, I'm glad I invested my 83 minutes. It's, you know, my this 83 is a, free Netflix minutes. This is the, this is the culmination of why I'm watching this big. Gigantic, half-naked this women. This is the point of our other. show, this movie. Two yeah. points, actually. This is Boobage. the point of our show. I mean, and there was a lot of points about this movie that we yes. enjoyed. Yeah. And, uh, they signed off on being naked a lot, and they were. Except except, I was kind of disappointed because when they were fighting, they were naked. But when the when Cassie turned to the audience to have like a set, she had to cover her boobs. It's like, why? Yes, the entire the entire community yeah. of ICU has seen you topless at 50 foot and suddenly back to 5 foot 5 and you're shy and retiring. Yeah, yes, of course. Why? She did Come that a on. lot. She that, did that, do that, that one arm, like a, yeah, a woman, one arm cover, boob coverage. She, she did that like throughout the whole movie. But then like you're seeing it anyway and I'm like, well... Was there a minute cap on your on your <laughs> contract? You're like, I'll show my boobs for 28 minutes, but 29 minutes you're paying an extra bill. Here, yeah. And, yeah, and, and like, then so so Corbin was like, cover her boobs quick because she's getting close to that 20. We don't pay her minutes. any more money, but. Exactly. Uh, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> so. But the Corbin rule is not to do that usually, but I guess she broke the rule. So yeah. okay, all right. Well, yeah. this I mean, you can tell this girl probably had a lot more going on. Yeah, she like, was an actress. So it wasn't yeah. like you know, he probably was just like whatever, just just get it done. You know, who cares? Now this yeah. was a remake, right? I don't think so. I thought it was a remake of Attack of the 50-Foot Cheerleader. I thought this was a remake of Corman's own thing. I don't remember another Attack of the 50-Foot Cheerleader, but yeah. we can look that up now if yeah. we pause I guess <laughs> for I the cause. All right, hold on. We'll be right back. That centerfold. Okay, we're back. There was another one called Attack of the 50-Foot Centerfold. That's the one I remember. Oh, that's, that's right. Wasn't that um, Splash Lady? Yeah, no, no, no. This was, was a, this, was, yeah. this was a Fred Olin Ray thing. No, oh. no, no. No, Daryl Hannah did a remake of the Attack of the 50 Foot Woman. That's what I'm thinking of. But okay. the Attack of the 50 Foot uh, Centerfold was a Fred Olin Ray, another TNA B movie. Kind oh, of nice. Thing. Oh, uh, so what, what the Mighty IMDb has taught us is no, it wasn't a remake, so I'm totally made that up. But it was released in 3D. So I cannot imagine this in 3D. We need to go find an IMAX theater that'll play this. I can't movie. imagine it in 3D. Does anyone have a cold drink of water, please? Yeah, I, 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 I,
Yeah, wow. Uh, but there wasn't, because there wasn't any of that clown shoes like, woo, things yeah. going out at this camera. So <laughs> the 3D was only for the boobs. You wow. know what I mean? Like it was, <laughs> Would there be another reason? Be. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, bravo, Mr. Yeah. Corbin. Bravo. We, 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 and, we applaud you, and, sir. And, and the guy with the giant syringe was a, kind of a, a tribute to the, to the uh, amazing Colossal yeah, Man. Yeah. Actually, wouldn't this be in 3DD? Yeah, <laughs> so you're right. Good one. Thank you very much. And uh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, I got. Uh, I'll be. I'll be in uh, the separate club next week yeah. at the. Uh, Remember to sh- at the tip Asheville your shenanigans. Tip your Remember club. to tip your cheerleader. Yeah. Or waitress so, yeah. tips. Or, or look at your cheerleader's <laughs> tips. Either one. Yeah. So then at the end she shrinks back down. No wait. They use it no, on no, but no. Before she shrinks down, remember <laughs> the other one gets an injection and she right. becomes twice as big. Twice the evil as large. One. Oh, that's right. Twice so large, she keeps yeah. growing. So the gigantic one or the mean one gets twice as big. And then they duke it out. They duke it out a little bit, so she ducks under, and then they inject her with the shrinking. The shrinkage. The shrinkage. And and they inject her <laughs> with too much shrinkage. Yeah, too much. So it was it was an imperfect uh, formula. Uh, so then they both shrink down, and the 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 good one is like, oh yeah, normal, I'm back, and then normal. then the bad one is a munchkin. And I noticed oh. the young man who had the the rifle that was going to shoot the injections into the uh-huh. woman. He took his dear sweet time to do so. Did oh, he not? Yes, he did. Thank you very much. Let's say let's have more fight before you do the. Uh, <laughs> He'd be like, I was going to shoot you, but I'm going to stick around for this. I'm going to watch this a little bit longer. I I I, I applaud him too. Yeah. I would sit there and just be like, yeah, I'm going to watch this for a little while. Yeah, I'll watch this for a little while. It looks like it's going to get a good fight. Then go Didn't take get a, a good angle yet. Then you I'll know, take, I... take a cold shower, and then when I come back, I'll yeah. shoot her. You know. Yeah, wait a minute. Where's my uh, phone, my smartphone? <laughs> Let me get some more of this footage or whatever. But... Yeah. I, and then there was like the, for a while, they ha- showing the, the the announced camera woman and like news yeah. coverage that was kind of I don't know and why the that girls was there. were like uh, like doing like uh, showing their know, butts their, uh, yeah showing their butts yeah not and, literally but just yeah. the underwear and then of course Sean Young and her daughter come to terms again yes. mommy I love you daughter I love you it's a happy ending it is it's it a, a family film ending. this is a family friendly and happy ending in the <laughs> nicest sense of the word but anyway but I'm sorry <laughs> anyway so yeah so do you think this will restart Sean Young's career. Uh, it'll do. It'll re something, son. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. Couldn't get much to. worse. Actually. It'll be the final nail in the coffin. Yeah, if nice possibly. Day, but yes. uh, Unless there's a tackle cheerleader two. I'm sure there will be. Yeah. Why not? And Sharknado as a double feature. Why not? Yeah. So okay. I guess that wraps it up. We don't. Do you have anything else to say about it? Like. Uh, well, do you want to give like uh? No, we're going to give our, oh, okay. our ratings. No. But I meant like about the movie. Well, no. We I mean, um, I'd like to, what I'd like to say is, and I would like to say right now that in the tradition of go, cheerleader movies, go on movie, record. Yeah. I think on record that in the, the tradition of cheerleader cheerleader movies, which we <laughs> watched part of one last night, the swinging cheerleaders. Yeah. This is more. I guess I'm like the word wholesome isn't what I'm going to use, but it's not as lecherous as some of the old ones, you oh. know. It's it's a little more like uh, fun and you know shenanigans or whatever. Right. Like in the '70s, they were a lot sexier and dirtier. And, yeah, they were know, like almost like Porky's I mean, style. Yeah, I mean there was that one scene where they, you know, him and the girl are getting it on, but it's not as. Uh, it didn't have that grimy feel. It had a squeaky clean, kind of almost clean feel to yeah, it. Or yeah. Well, a lot of this, a lot of the old, earlier cheerleader movies also had that sort of older man and younger woman dynamic yeah. going on that was not always healthy. At least no. these were kids all their own age, and we know what college kids do, so it's okay, you know. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. All so. right, so what, what are you going to give it? 
What do you guys rate this? I'll on? give it a 5.5 or whatever. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it a, a watch it, you know, if you're in yeah. the movie. How about you? What are you crowd? thinking? Uh, based on the parts that I saw, I didn't see the entire movie. I'll fess up to that going in. I, I'll give it a 5. All right. I was gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buck the trend and go a little bit higher. I'm going to go to 7. Damn, dude. Wow, you're surprising me on that. Yeah, that was, well... You're going to watch this one again. Gigantic, half-naked cheerleaders uh, fighting. That's true. That's true. And it's, if it was in 3D, it'd get an 8, maybe. If I saw that at IMAX, I'd never leave the theater. That's right. They'd be like, the dude lives here now, I guess. Yeah, he just keeps handing me 20 bucks. Yeah, look, I'll, just, I'll just clean the, the aisles or whatever. <laughs> just let me stay. Yeah. Crazy. I wouldn't clean those aisles. Uh, well, no, that, that theater's probably a lot better than... The Rex Art Theater on 79th Street in Miami. But anyway, those are old stories for another yes. time. Yes, all right. Okay, so that's wrapping it up. I'm Wrap Mal, up. with me as always. Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown and First Kirby Time Guy. Kirby Guy. So is that after the Kirby, the... Uh, comic book artist. Jack Kirby, comic book artist. Okay, because there's also a Kirby in Nintendo World. Yeah. But not that thing. Not okay. that thing. Okay, well, we'll see you next week.